0: Hello listeners, I'm Stephen Rees and I'm Richard Platt and we would like to introduce you to Upstage Stage
1: Downstage, Downstage, the theatre podcast.
0: Which is a new podcast dedicated to our views and discussions around theatre productions we've seen up and down the country. We will discuss the set, the costumes, the direction, the acting as well as the technical aspects of the productions, sharing our own thoughts and feelings and most importantly if we will go and see them again. For this introductory episode, we're going to talk about us and why we decided to start Upstage
1: Downstage. So grab a brew, take a seat and let's raise that code. So Richard, tell me a little bit about yourself. What made you get into theatre?
0: Well, I think from an early age, my, my parents always took me to pantomimes, small productions, and then started going to see musicals, other events and just live entertainment. Eventually, it got to the point where I started getting involved in the technical side of theatre, where I started doing lighting and sound for amateur productions, and that led into probably 15, 20 years to date of me doing theatre productions behind the scenes, doing a lot of... I've acted in a couple of them, but I've I've done a lot of the technical side of theatre, but I I'd, I'd very much directed the lighting and the sound for for a lot of plays, musicals event so i've got experience it's not professional because i do a day job but I do feel that I've also seen a lot of live theatre and live events over my my
1: 40 years shall we say. How many shows have you actually seen do you know? Probably
0: if you count every night of a production that I've been technically involved in we're probably into the hundreds <laughs> <laughs> from maybe thousand I've seen small productions to big productions I've you know I've always got an open mind when I see any theatre so and that's across the country there's still many things I want to see and I've got some favourites and I've got some things that I don't necessarily like and that's what will be apparent with this podcast so Stephen tell us a bit about
1: you growing up we were not like a theater going kind of a family I just knew that there was a bit of a performer or a bit of a show-off I had a creative side I think that was more of the storytelling side of me or living in a fantasy or my own little world because I hated reality Yep. So, going to school, I wanted to be a part of the drama unit, but well, I never really fitted in <laughs> in all of it. Better not to fit in. And... Yeah, exactly. So, there came a time in my life where I was just doing a boring job, and I decided I need to go to university. There's something here. There's something. There's that... a passion. There's a passion that I needed to explore. Who is this? What is this within me? Who is this person that I'm going to become? because it's not unleashed yet. So I went to do theatre arts and I learnt a bit more about the theatre and the intricacies of stage management, the lighting, sound, technical bits, but not too much. I was more there for the writing. I was yeah. a playwright. More I wanted here to write... for the drama, I... were Yes, uh, I liked creating the conflict yeah. in drama. I knew when I went to university, I had so many ideas. I was a writer. I would be writing sitcoms. There's stories I wanted to tell, these characters that I found hilarious. Hilarious. I wanted to explore that, and it wasn't until my third year where I pushed myself into acting, where I thought I could do this. You know, there's something about this I quite like. It's a burning passion inside. Yes, and when I finished university, I went to a few local theatrical companies and got involved, and I'd done quite a lot of acting, enjoyed it, and set up a theatre company mostly to produce my own shows. And I'm just more for the writing now. At the moment, I'm, I'm writing a book and some stage plays i did try to do professional acting but i never got anywhere and that is when we met when i needed a um a techie yeah for putting on my play in a theatre company i needed someone to know what's cracking off know where to shove a light bulb and yep. press the on button for the radio and it's as easy as that and uh <laughs> Yep. Yeah. And lo and behold, several productions later, we're now doing a theatre podcast.
0: Yes, and I'm now part of the theatre company and a bit more because I directed the uh, last, last production, year, yeah. which, using my knowledge of technical theatre, I found very useful to bring my knowledge from that side to just enhance productions because I feel that there's a lot of productions forget the technical side and it's just as important as the actors on stage Then that's something I will you'll hear me mentioned a lot but I just hope that helps rather than hinders.
1: The reason why we set up this podcast was because we wanted to get back into the world of the theatre we wanted to see some more productions and by doing this it forces us to get out.
0: Yep yeah, it does.
1: To break free from being homebodies and becoming too isolated later yeah. after the pandemic and, and, and also
0: to spark our own our enthusiasm own sort of enthusiasm, enthusiasm to do productions again and yeah. i think that's that's important but also i've seen quite a lot of productions and i've always got something to say well you've you always know. got an
1: opinion i found I, that
0: yes i don't like to hold back when it comes <laughs> to having an opinion on a production or a, a play where some professional productions can be worse than some amateur productions because i've seen a lot and i've seen things go wrong and i've seen things be dealt with properly and i've seen things uh, go really well and i've seen that they deserve all the praise
1: they get okay so richard what's the most outstanding performance or show you've seen it's got to be one just one, one that that means the most to you
0: it's going to have to be starlight express <laughs> at the victoria apollo in its original state back in the late 80s i was very fortunate that was the moment that theater was sparked in me by my dad booking me and my mum a ticket And it was in its original state with scaffolding everywhere. It was racetracks everywhere. And the actual whole theater had been completely transformed into a a skate rink. And... It was phenomenal. So, yeah, it's Starlight Express.
1: So you must have been eight or nine by then. I was, yeah. yeah. And it
0: was one of those moments that now the theatre has been converted and changed into what's currently Wicked, which I have seen numerous times. That is probably my second, purely because I saw it with the original cast two weeks into its performance with Idina Menzel as Elphaba. But we won't talk too much. So what about you, Stephen?
1: Mine has got to be Noises Off by Michael Frant, I saw at the new theatre in Cardiff, Wales. Good choice. Now, it had Colin Baker in it, yeah, and I absolutely loved him. I first went to that theatre, it's a beautiful theatre, absolutely yeah. beautiful, and I went from, I drove basically from where I lived at the time, was Bromley, in Staffordshire, all the way to Wales, in my little Skoda Felicia, on my own, to go and see Noises Off, but I first went to that theatre to go and see A Bedroom Farce with Louise Jameson and Colin Baker. And then I noticed a couple of years later, or a year later, Colin Baker was in uh, Noises Off, and I knew I wanted to go and see that just because of Colin. Yeah. And then when I saw that show, I was just blown away. It's like, that is so, so great. It's
0: definitely on my top
1: ten. But the thing is, I saw it once... And I had to go and take my sister back there to book on. I think in the same week. Yeah. To go see it again. Yeah. Like, and I can see why. Go and see this. You've got to see this. So that's one of my. I saw it in Sheffield my... the first time I saw it. So that's my. That might have been that tour. I'm not quite sure. But that was uh, the one that made me realise that I just love theatre. Yeah. I just love the live performance. Yeah. All the Definitely. time. Definitely. Totally agree. So with us enjoying uh, theatre, upstage, downstage bits, what really gets you goat about? going to the theatre.
0: My pet hates putting too much technology involved in a production that doesn't require it. If a production is set in a period piece, why are we seeing technical things on stage that we don't need to be? They should be hidden.
1: For me, it's not necessarily about what I find annoying on stage, but off stage, I can't be dealing with people rustling their sweets. They're, or they're chuntering whilst there's a performance going on. And it aggravates me when people... This is the audience, when people go to the toilet and they don't even think to be courteous as to not let the door bang shut or just enjoy the performance. And mobile phones have got oh, to be don't the worse. Don't get me started on mobile phones. Worse. Turn it off. Stop taking... Why my... do we
0: need to check text messages halfway through a production? Just put them away.
1: Yeah, why can't people just give it a rest? They've yeah. come out, they are paid to come out of the house to be entertained. Why are you taking your that with you to then see who's messaging you? Why do you want to speak to people? You've come out to get away from people.
0: Yeah, and that's the whole point. You're not sat at home watching the telly and I think people forget that. They try and emulate the fact that it's just stupid, really. Oh, my biggest bugbear is when scene changes happen and stagehands do the scene changes, I hate to see them with headsets or they're just wearing black you know the best ones i've seen oh we saw
1: that in a christmas carol didn't we recently
0: it's like it completely detracts from the whole production it's like they don't even make an effort to wear something that's matching the costumes that the actual performers are wearing so they blend in so they look the best ones are when they they sort of disappear into the crowd of people that are on stage
1: so there we are that's us, the folks behind Upstage Downstage. We hope you stick around to hear our take on theatrical productions we've seen in an entertaining, non-biased and interesting way.
0: Don't forget to like, share, comment and subscribe to Upstage Downstage. And if you'd like to contact us, please email us at upstagedownstagepod at gmail.com. So raise that curtain and enjoy
1: the show.